Weekly. Along with Paul Ragsdale, Chuck Davison, I'm Lyle Stokes, and we have tonight we have Honey Doo Doo's cousin Ronnie Boo Boo. Better hey y'all. <laughs> we also have James Bink Fox. We're going to talk about keeping your fishing holes clean and uh, a few other subjects. Um, before we get started, I'd like to uh, bring to everybody's attention that we have an issue that I have just become aware of. Um, the great state of Illinois somehow has decided to make bow fishing catfish, channel catfish, legal in the state of Illinois. Um, I, personally, I just can't believe this. I, I'm beside myself with the thought that they think that People can look in the Illinois River, as murky as it is, and determine if they're shooting a blue or a channel cat. Um, they don't have giant blues up in the Illinois River anyhow. And to eliminate them or shoot them, nobody's going to throw them back. Uh, they know that they're down uh, with their finances, and they went from 100 and whatever it was uh, officers to 60-some, and, and I just I cannot believe that they would let this happen over there. You guys uh, from Illinois and all the surrounding states and anywhere else as far as that goes, we need to be sending emails and, and uh, writing letters, whatever we got to do to the state to tell them the mistake they've made here. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. I actually, one of the guys that um, was involved with the Bow Hunting Association over there, I sent him a message. He got completely belligerent with me. Uh, I actually forwarded some of those messages to Paul so he could see the guy just, uh, you know, he just a goof. So, uh, you know, we need to go over their head and, and let the state of Illinois understand that we are trying to conserve catfish, the breeding size fish. Uh, they're not going to be bow shooting the little ones now, guys. They're going to be bow shooting the big fish, you know. Uh, if they can see them, that, that's the, the real issue is how in the world they're going to see them, determine what they are. So uh, if they shoot a flathead or a blue, uh, they'll either keep it or throw it back to die. And this is just ludicrous. I just I just can't stress enough how important it is that people need to uh, be writing these letters and sending these emails. Uh, that's uh, the only way that we can get these people's attention. Um, this is a great subject for our conservation efforts to be a part of, so uh, keep that in mind. Uh, first off, um, I'd like to introduce James Bink Fox, Janet Fox's husband. They are great tournament fishermen, great conservationists in the sport. They fish a lot of tournaments. Uh, James, welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. You uh, you run into you fish mostly the Ohio River, I understand. Do you run into problems with a lot of trash and stuff being in your waterways? Oh, sure I do. Uh, a lot of it comes from the floods. People they leave uh, stuff in their yards and stuff, and when the river raises, it washes it right back down. Uh, you'll have oh, just all kinds of trash. You can see it floating down when the river's raising. It's it's not good to look at. Right, and a lot of us pick that stuff up, and I'm sure you guys do too. Um, I know there's a lot of efforts on the Mississippi where they get boats and groups of people to go up and down the, the river and, and spend a day uh, two or three times a year picking this stuff up and hauling it out. Do you guys uh, have any uh, things like that working over your way? Well, in the past, our club's done it. Uh, we've, we've had uh, times at the local lakes to pick up trash, and the one time we had over three truckloads of tires around about a 350-acre lake that we picked up and took off. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Well, I'm glad to know that it's it's going. It's something that's everybody's trying to improve on and make better. I know that Paul puts a lot of work in on this kind of stuff, and it's outstanding that, that people get together and, and try to clean up these messes because everybody – uh, doesn't realize that uh, one piece of trash here and one piece of trash there, uh, if everybody does that uh, throughout their, their year of fishing, then the next thing you know, it's just spread out every place. Um, how's the fishing over your way right now, James? Well, it's a little bit slow, believe it or not. Usually by now it's uh, picked up, but uh, 
We fished the tournament yesterday and placed third with only 37 pounds of fish, and that's pretty weak for our area. Is that on five fish? Yeah. Janet caught a 21-pound blue, and she's, she's definitely talking smack about that. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be hearing about that. Better be saving those big fish so she don't have to wear that Cardinals hat this fall. <laughs> <laughs> I look for the bite to pick up. Uh, we're getting some rain here this week, and uh, the Cabela's tournament for Galpless, Ohio, is Saturday, and it's going to pull some pretty good fishermen in. So I look for uh, I look for some big fish to be brought into the scales. Well, that's great. I'm glad. I hope you guys are real successful in your tournament over there this weekend. Uh, I'm not going to take up any more of the showtime visiting with you. I'm going to send it over to Chuck and let him ask you a few questions, and, and then we'll switch it over to Paul. I think we better keep uh, 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 Ronnie, runny doo-doo until the last. <laughs> hey, James, we had Janet on the uh, – we had a uh, – Janet on the show, women and catfishing a while back, and we was on the topic of, uh, you know, fishing with your husbands and all this. Uh, tell us a little bit about having uh, your wife as your, you know, your main partner and, um, you know, kind of routines that y'all do in the boat where, um, you know, where it really pays off and, you know, what jobs each person have where it uh, really makes this a really good situation. Well, first of all, uh, it's a blast to fish with her, and we fish together for so long, we know what each other's going to do. And if we have a big fish on, basically we know what position the net person's going to be in and the rod and reel person is going to be on at the end. And uh, we, we just help each other out. It, it seems to work real well if you know what the other person's thinking. It's just like any other team. Uh, are y'all really competitive with each other and uh, really talk smack? Uh, even during tournaments, are y'all uh, very competitive against each other with uh, catching fish? Well, we are to an extent, but the bottom line is we're one team, and uh, we're there to compete with our competitors, and we're there to, to win as a team. So uh, that's what we try to do. Yeah, but the the talking smacks just uh, just makes a lot of fun at it, huh? Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the fun part. Um, and all you and Janet's years of fishing tournaments together, can can you tell us um, one of your most uh, most favorite times that y'all spent uh, fishing a tournament one day? Well, they're all memorable. And, of course, they're all fun, but one of my favorite ones, we were in Alabama and fishing the Pickwick Lake and got on some giant fish. Of course, they have a slot mammoth, and at, at one point, our smallest fish was 50 pounds, and we were catching them as quick as you could throw. So I, we decided to go through, I've done some pre-fishing, decided to hit some spots with our smaller fish, and... Uh, pulled in there and she ended up landing two or three fish in the 40s right off the bat and she's like yeah I thought you said they were smaller I said well they were <laughs> <laughs> so uh, those were some high weights that we had you know of course we didn't weigh we only had two fish and that we could weigh in maybe one other one I don't remember that but uh, when you're out catching fish to that magnitude and that it was just it was fun Yes, times like that that make it all worth it. Um, do, do you see, do y'all have a lot of problems with, um, you know, trash at your boat ramps and, uh, you know, different launch areas and, uh, you know, public fishing areas around your area? And if y'all, you know, do y'all have efforts on cleanups on those? Uh, yes, we do have lots of trash. And, uh, you know, when we, we pull up, We'll pick up a little bit of trash, as, you know, for stuff that's easy to get to when we're at the boat ramp and stuff. Uh, and as a club, we make efforts to make sure we we keep everything clean the way it was when we got there, especially if it was clean. 
places, you know, we travel a lot, so uh, we there's certain places that's cleaner than others in, in the states, and, and uh, but there's a lot of places that we notice that's, that has fish in line all over the place, especially at some dams. It's just, it's horrible. Uh, you know, fishing line can hurt a lot of different ducks and wildlife and everything else, and I really hate to see that. Right, and uh, you know everybody has their uh, their certain home waters that they would call it. It don't matter if it's a two-hour drive. You you know you got your special spots you go to. Uh, but when you find um, you know trout lines and stuff like that, and and you know you can tell that they've been out for a long time. The lines are all mossy, and you hang into them. Uh, do you go ahead and uh, cut them old lines up and dispose of them, or how do you handle situations oh, like that? Oh, sure we do. Uh, sometimes I come back in in the boat with all kinds of just trash that we picked up. Uh, yesterday we were picking up trash as we were fishing. We were anchor fishing. Trash was coming by and we were picking up throwing it in the boat. Yeah, them bottles and beer bottles. Just trash in general. Yeah, well, I, I consider them, uh, you know, them old trot lines and stuff that's still laid out in the river that, you know, you try to drift fish, and every time you get on a good drift, you're getting hung up on somebody's trash uh, trot line that's been out forever. And, uh, you know, that that's, you know, one thing that really runs it for, you know, for me with trot lines, if, you know, uh, you know, people just leave them out there and forget about them, and, you know, they, they just collect a lot of junk and, um, you know, you know, collect limbs, and they build up, and it, it just becomes a big mess. Um, all right, James, it's been nice talking to you, and I'll pass it back to Lyle, and he can pass it off to the, your next speaker. Thank you. All right. Uh, James, we have a question that, that come in. Um I'm looking for who sent it, but anyhow, they want to know what your favorite, Adam Winder wants to know what your favorite bait is. Uh, I'd probably go with the moon eye, or moon eye or the skipjack on that. I like both baits about the same, depends on the time of the year. Uh, most of it depends on time of the year. In the winter time, I just absolutely love shad. And that's you know that's kind of what my my thought on it was in the colder weather shad works better for me and in the hotter as it weather warms up then moon eye and, and skipjack and and uh, when the weather gets really hot we'll even go to some Asian carp and things like that. Yeah, now we're fortunate as of now that we don't really have the Asian carp as bad as you guys do. <laughs> we don't have to use Asian carp as of yet. <laughs> well, Asian carp is, is there's so many of them in the river system now. My thinking, and this is just my personal belief, I believe that uh, they have become one of the the food sources for uh, big blues and flatheads. Uh, even channel cat. The only issue is they grow so fast that they get. Uh, too big uh, for them to, to digest and, and, and eat, but uh, when they're smaller, I think they've become a great source of food for them, and not that I'm, I'm, I'm for having them in the waters. They're very dangerous to be in there, but I know that these fish are eating them. Uh, the problem in my area is the last two or three years, it is nearly impossible to go out and net shad simply because the Asian carp eat the same thing the shad do and you can't find any shad any longer uh, in our stretch of the river. I don't know if you, if you guys run into that over there or not. No, we don't yet. It's coming our way. Uh, right now we have more shad than Asian carp, so we're fortunate on that. Uh, but uh, along with the catfish on them carp, Asian carp you was talking about, the stripers do a good job eating them up too. And uh, well, I think they really need to make sure we keep them catfish and stripers in these river systems to keep them to a minimum. I agree 100%. I didn't realize that the stripers eat them, but yeah, uh, the catfish and stripers are two of the greatest predator fish uh, in any of the water systems in the United States. People 
you know, they talk about walleyes and muskies and stuff being predator fish. There's, there's no greater predator than a big blue or a big flathead uh, going after or something to get when he's ready to eat. I mean, that's just the way it is. Uh, Paul, did you want to ask him some questions or you want to let Chris do it? Um, I'll let Chris do it. I, I don't really have any questions. just, you know, a few statements. So Okay. I I can go Chris, on. Are you on visit James, we kind of put you off, but uh, it, as as time goes along, we have to put in Runny Boo Boo. That's Runny Doo Doo. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Everybody gets me and my cousin confused. We look so much alike. It's all right, though. Runny Doo Doo is what they call me. <laughs> so. I heard we're going to talk about keeping our holes clean. So I thought I would bring a couple things that I show to help keep my hole clean. First, we got that right there. This right here, keep, keep your hole clean. And this right here. These two things right here will help you keep your hole clean. <laughs> so, first off, right, make sure it's soft. You don't want one too hard because it hurts. <laughs> Just in case it does hurt, this one's really, really soft. Really soft. And and it's like a sponge. Both of these things right here help you keep your hole clean. So talking about fishing holes there, Ronnie. Oh, oh, fishing holes? Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. Okay. I knew that. Yep. Yep. I knew that. I I was I was just kidding. I was just kidding about all that stuff. I don't use those things. Um, fishing holes. Hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I keep those clean too. Um. Sometimes when I use my dynamite when I'm fishing, sometimes. I gotta go pick up parts of the fish that land on the bank, and I pick those up every single time, cause I most of the time I eat them, if it's the good parts, like the tails. I love the tails. But uh, um, yeah, um, is it bank, bank fox? <laughs> that what they call you? Yeah. I'm Runny Doo Doo. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine, Runny. So it's, it's real good to meet you. What relation are you to Honey Boo Boo? Get, let me get this straight. Honey Boo Boo's my cousin. Her uh, her her uncle is my dad and my brother, and I think he's my nephew, but I'm not sure. <laughs> are, are you inbred at all? What was that? Ronnie, are you inbred at all? Or Georgia? Down there with the other uh, Boo Boo family. Nope, nope. I live I live up in Indiana. Okay. I I'm good friends with that FUD guy. He let me come over and and take his spot for a little while and talk to you guys. I, I watch the show all the time. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. <laughs> so you got him lost for words, Ronnie. Yeah, he <laughs> So uh Bink. Yeah. Like when you're fishing for these for these catfish, what kind of way do you keep your trash in your boat from going in the river? Oh, that's easy. We usually there's two ways of doing that. We have a bucket in the in the boat itself, but if we don't use that, sometimes we'll use a Walmart bag and just throw it in the rod locker. So when we get back to boat ramp, it's we just tie it up and either throw it in a trash can or take it with us. Okay. All right. Now, uh, let's see. Keeping your hole clean. When you're out bank fishing, you pick up other people's trash? Oh, sure. If I'm bank fishing, I pick up whatever I brought with me, plus whatever else is. Hey, hey I'm gonna be going bank fishing here soon. Can you come over? <laughs> you, you want me to travel from Ohio to Indiana and help you pick your trash up? Well, I was, was kind of hoping. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
that's only a three-hour drive for me. Okay. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. Sounds good. We got a plan. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, as far as keeping the trash in the, in the boat, you put it in a bucket, which I do that. I'll do that. I'll put it in a bucket. That's Runny? always good. You, got, you put a lid on that bucket? What's that? What's that, Lyle? Uh, we have a, a guy that has sent in a question that maybe you would like to catch the, the get all the trash picked up and start a fire in your boat and burn it while you're going down the river. You ever that think sounds, about that? Sounds logical to me. <laughs> Just check it. <laughs> I mean, especially on a cold night, you need a fire, keep warm. Mr. Brown's Catfishing wants to know if it's cold there in Indiana. I think for some reason they think that you might have some uh, glass cutters going on or something. Um, are you trying to say my rep, my my tire is not appropriate? I, I, I'm starting to feel attacked here. What well, now, um... Uh, Jonathan Herndon seems to think that I dressed up for this show. I told you you're my I'm, you're my heroes. I love it. I understand, but Jonathan seems to think that you'd look better as a blonde. How would he know? That's what I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know how he would know. Who is who is this Jonathan? Seen me as a blonde? <laughs> I've only been drunk about four times last week. I don't remember being no blonde. Well, I don't know. He, you know, he he ranks up there with with James and and Janet and and all the big fishermen. I mean, if he thinks you ought to be a blonde, I think you ought to be a blonde. Huh? So if I want to be good at catfishing, I need to be a blonde. Okay. All right. All right. I got it. Ron Workman thinks that your thong might be on too tight. I ain't wearing no underwear. <laughs> like we wanted. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you let you get back to the bank. Okay, bank. You said that you were catching moon eye. I ain't never heard of these moon eye. Are there any other types of eyes that you catch? Well, sure. Every now and then, a gold eye. Got a gold eye. <laughs> what was that? Other eyes out there. Got a gold eye and a moon eye. Is there any brown eyes out there? <laughs> I don't know about brown eye, but I know there's, you know, wall eye. There's some wall eyes. Some wall eyes, moon eye, golden eye, brown eye. We got lots of eyes out there to catch, don't we? <laughs> and now, which one? You say moon eye is your favorite bait. How you catch moon eye? It's in the top line. Yeah, it's in the top three, anyways. Well, how you catch them? Now, I can't be telling all my secrets. Oh, come on now. Thought me and you were friends. <laughs> oh, you can use a bobber and a cricket. A bobber with a cricket. Okay. Bobber and a cricket? A nice, good cast that sometimes will catch you a couple. You think dynamite would work? Dynamite will work. Dynamite? <laughs> Electric telephone. I am. I'm pretty deadly with a dynamite. I tell you right now. James, like we should that have a that, that'll do the job too. You ever do any jug lining or trot lining or any of that? I do not trot line. Years ago, when I was a kid, my dad would like to jug line for turtles, and, and it was fun. Every now and then, you catch a catfish. We just turned them back. I catch a crap out some turtles. I do. Oh, yeah. Um, I got the question, do I play the banjo? No, my cousin plays the banjo, though. <laughs> he does. I've heard him. I do, I, do, uh, I do live right down the woods from him. So if, you hear, if you hear that banjo... You probably want to go knock on his door. He's probably going to be inside there or on his back porch, and he'll be he'll be playing that banjo. There'll be a couple, There might be a couple of us out there. 
you know, we're pretty nice guys. You come on up to us and talk to us and, you know, don't mind the screams or anything coming from the shed. You know, we'll be all right. We're good. But, yeah, Bank, Bank, it was real nice meeting you. I, I think I don't have anything else for you. Um, you know, if... Uh, pleasure. James, I, 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 we should have prepared you for this, but I didn't know anything about it until the show got ready to start that we was going to have Ronnie on here. <laughs> we have a... Uh, a um, a little bet between your wife and myself about a tournament coming on this weekend or this fall uh, at the Monsters of the Ohio. Um, the biggest the biggest catch between our two teams. Uh, the other teams will wear their their baseball cap um, for a week and post pictures on there. Uh, um, are you going to let her ride around your truck with that great Cardinals cap on? Well, all right. Tell you this much, I will have her on fish so we don't have to wear a Cardinals hat. <laughs> <laughs> this year's going to be a little different. <laughs> I'm going to work you know, harder at it. That, that's the motivation. Uh, you know that Janet and I have great fun with this Cardinal Reds thing. We really have a good time with that, and she's a good sport about the Cardinals and the Red rivalry. And uh, teams have have really great, great ball games. And and uh, her and I've been going at this for a year or so now, and and uh, I enjoy visiting with her online very much. But you know, if, if I can get that Cardinals cap on her head for a week, you can count that I'm going to be doing it. <laughs> Oh, I know she is, and that's what I want her to do. I wouldn't have it any other way. But it's going to be fun regardless. And and uh, are you guys? I suppose you all are gearing up for all the tournaments this year and getting ready for the monsters. I know that's a great tournament you all really enjoy going to. Oh, we love the monsters. Uh, that's one we really look forward. We usually take an extra day off. Uh, a lot of a lot of our friends. That's our favorite thing. We love seeing our friends, and it, that seems to bring everybody together. So that's one of our favorite tournaments for sure. Yes, I agree. It's a great time down there. We had such a good time last year, and and we're really looking forward to being there again and seeing you and Janet and everybody else. Uh, uh, it'll be a good time. Uh, how many big tournaments you going to this year, uh, other than other than the Monsters? We have four, possibly five, of the Cabal's tournaments that we're for sure going to go to. Uh, the first one's this coming weekend. Actually, it's in our backyard. It's right on our local water. So opening it up with that, that, that should be a pretty pretty good day. Uh, and we're kind of on the Cabela tour for the next month. Uh, we're going to try to hit three of them almost in a row. So a lot of work. And of course, you know how how the expense goes out. Hopefully, we can pull a little a win or two out of that. That's that's good. I'm glad to hear you guys are getting out and good luck in all your tournaments. Uh, uh, or I, I, we I wish that we had a way to get you guys over to the uh, Jack and Jill tournament we're going to have. I know that's a very long trip, but um, it would be awesome if you all could figure out a way to make that over here. Uh, it's it's not in the big fish water that we'd like to have it, but uh, Mark Twain Casino has really put together a good program for us, and we're really looking forward to having a good turnout at that tournament. Is there anything like that in your area where it's a, a man-a-woman team thing, or do you guys just fish that way because that's the way you do it? Uh, no, there's not anything around here. Uh, we just fish that way because... Uh, we enjoy each other, and uh, it's just fun. Uh, we get along well enough. You know, if, if you're in a 20-foot boat for eight hours at a time, and neither one of you sit the water, it's that's a good day. <laughs> oh, I agree 100 percent. Excuse me. I agree 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. But 
on the Jack and Jill tournament, we would love to come out there. And uh, I know that's that's uh, going to be a good tournament. And is that is that going to be an annual event, Kyle? We're going to try to do it that way. Yes, we're going to try to make it happen to where it's every year and. And uh, hopefully it'll get bigger and bigger. The whole idea behind this is getting more women and kids into the sport. Uh, you know, we'd like to expand it to a tournament sometime where we could get uh, uh, to where it's mandatory you have a child in the boat, you know, 15 or under or something like that. But this is our starting point. of. We've been trying for three years to get a Jack and Jill tournament put together, and every year it uh, we either get floods or... You know, something comes up, bad weather or something, where we have to cancel it. So this year, uh, I think we picked a date that's going to be really good. And, and uh, our goal is to get as many uh, women and children. And, and it doesn't have to be a wife. It can be a girlfriend or your daughter or your niece or, uh, you know, whatever, uh, just to get them interested in the sport because there's nothing better than catching a big old cat. Oh, yeah, you got that right. And we'll definitely put it on our list for next year. We'd love to come this year, but if, if that don't work out, we'll definitely put it on our list and and uh, see if we can't do that. That sounds like a good time. Are you seeing more uh, females and kids inter getting into the sport of catfishing out your way? Oh, sure we are. Back, you know, we fished the Cabela Circuit for since 2003, and back when we first started that, uh, series and some other series. We fished the Duracat series a year or two, and and uh, just a couple of local clubs and stuff like that. Janet and Lynn Lane was the only two females that I know that fished. Uh, there was another lady. I think she was out of Illinois. Her name was Julie, I think, at that time. And that Julie Heisey. Three. And as years went by, you know, our club we have. Eleven or twelve members in our club now. So it's really we get to a tournament, you see several ladies anymore. That's that's great. It's a great family project for people to do together, and uh, you know I'm I'm really happy to see the the women and and the kids getting more involved in the sport. That's um, Especially, you know, the women makes it easier for the guys to get to go fishing. If they all enjoy it, it makes it easier for everybody to get out and have a good time. But if we don't keep the kids interested in the sport, it's like anything else. It'll never make it uh, to get things done like we need to get done on the rivers and uh, different things. But, uh, you know, that's the whole idea behind it is to get that, that stuff done. Paul, did you want to uh, visit with James at all? Well, uh, I think he's has well asked those questions. And, uh, the only thing I've got to say is, you know, the limbline strut lines, jugs, I see those out. It's obvious for not being used. Um, sometimes I'll cut them down uh, in the lake where I'm at. Uh, usually they put their names on them, but if they don't, I just contact the city and let them handle it, and I just leave them there. But um, last time I think we took, we cleaned up Silver Lake, we took five boats out, and we had five boats full of trash and almost filled a, a big dumpster. So, um, picking up line, I know it's not yours, but picking up the line, uh, picking up the uh, six-pack, uh, classic six-pack deals and, and stuff like that, you can uh, uh, help. By picking it up, even though it's not yours, you know, don't don't have the uh, the attitude that it's not my problem because eventually it is your problem, uh, no matter how you how you look at it. And uh, in the the five boats we had, we had two people in each boat, so we pulled everything up from bumpers to barrels to and you name it. And uh, that's that's pretty well all I had, Lyle. Hey, uh, okay. Lyle, I got, I got a few more things. Okay, it's Bud. Bud, Bud's back. I kicked Runny Doo Doo out. He was he had enough time on here, so uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a silly one, man. But uh, hey, Bink, uh, are you gonna be at that uh, tri-state catfish shootout? Unfortunately, it don't. It doesn't look like I'm gonna be there. Uh, Vince puts on a real good show up there. Uh, he. He works hard at it, and they have a great tournament. I think they had over 50 boats last year. 
Yeah, I was I was there last year. That is the same weekend as the Henderson Kentucky Cabela's, and oh, yeah. I think we're headed that way. Okay, I just wondered if I was going to say if you're going to be there, you know, I'll say hello and everything. I'm not sure I've had a chance to meet you or talk to you too much in person, so. Um, yeah, but uh, well, I know I'll probably see you at the monsters, but uh, oh yeah, maybe before. Yeah, possibly. You're not too far away from uh, from me. Uh, we're having a Miracle Network tournament out in uh, Mason, West Virginia, uh, August the second. If uh, you know anybody, I know some people out your way goes to it. Uh, Claude Reynolds, I think last year was there, and uh, Scott Panghorn. Uh, some guys out your way, and it's a fun time. Myself and Walmart and Coca-Cola, Pepsi, some other companies, we uh, we put it on. All the money goes towards the Children's Network in Morgantown, West Virginia, Child's Network, which is a children's hospital. And what, what date is that at? Yeah. That's uh, August 2nd. August 2nd. Uh, it, it's a great time, and, and uh, we've got some other activities planned for this year, and... and uh, I think it's going to be, last year I think we drove 50-some boats, but I would say 70-some this year. It's looking pretty promising. Yeah, and you said that's West Virginia, right? Uh, West Virginia. Yeah, West Virginia. They got the they got the protected, uh, the catfish laws up in effect up there, and they're, they're starting to see some bigger and bigger catfish come out of those waters. Yes, they do. Uh, Ohio and West Virginia both. They have they have some good laws and it protects the fish. Uh, the flathead catfishing is tremendous. Probably some of the best in the states. We got a question on the web on the website catfishweekly.com from Adam Adam Winder uh, asks if you're going to fish the sea arc or the bass pro in Owensboro. A sea arc, I am. As of now, I am not. I'll be in Morgantown, West Virginia, fishing a Cabela's. Uh, the Bass Pro is still up in the air. Uh, I'm not sure what day that's going to be on, but we are considering that one. Okay. Uh, one other. One yeah. other. Go okay. ahead. Did I cut you off on anything there? No, I'm. I'm here. I interrupted you. That's all right. I was just going to say, uh, Scott Wiseman with the ICA, I believe, you know, had a pretty good idea, and I think that it's something that goes along with what we're talking about here, and uh, it's something that, you know, um, different organizations and clubs and, and uh, you know, tournament trails, things that they could do in different communities to help out with, with trash and things, and, and also help themselves in a way, uh, sponsor... Ask you know, get a hold of a town where a boat ramp is, or you know, a park or something where you can, as a club, sponsor that, and you know, ha as a club event, you know, sort of have have your people in your club come out and clean it up, you know, once uh, once or twice a year or something like that, and in in exchange, put a sign out there, you know, this property's up kept, you know, or somebody that can come out once a month if it's close by, you know, different, you know, ICA has a lot of guys in a lot of parts of the state. And they were, you know, they were discussing having, if there's any guys that were willing to, you know, sponsoring different uh, boat ramps around their own towns going and, and, and just clean them, cleaning them up once or twice a month or something like that and being able to put a ICA sign or something somewhere and, you know, kind of kills two birds with one stone being you're keeping a place clean and you're, and you're also letting people know. There, there really is a lot of people that don't know about, different tournaments for catfish and, and they don't even know. I've I've talked to many people who don't know that there are catfish tournaments. You know, they know there's bass tournaments, they know there's crappie tournaments, they just for whatever reason they haven't fathomed that there's there's catfish tournaments and that there's any uh any real participation in them and so it's a good way to get, you know, a different club's name out there, you know, whatever club you're fishing if you want to help them out, talk to them about it, maybe see if you guys can't Get your president or whatever to get somebody to 
you know, somebody in the club to get something together with everybody and going out and having a cookout or something and clean up place and good way for everybody to get together and do some good out there. Yeah, that that's a great idea. There's guys with the ICA. There, there's some good people over there. And I've met several over the years, and boy, there's some good fishermen in that group. Yeah, that's a good idea on the cleaning the boat ramp areas up and everything. That's, that's fantastic. Okay. Yeah, that's all. I, I just wanted to throw that in there. I remembered that it. I remembered it was something that Scott had talked about, and you know, it's a really good idea. It's something that, you know, people could actually go and implement, and I don't see too much problem in it. And you know, even if even if you don't get to put a sign out or whatever, you know, at least as a club or whatever, you guys go out, have a cookout, clean a boat ramp, clean some bank area along, you know, along the area where people bank fish and stuff, and make a day of it do some fishing at night or something. Yeah, because what you do now, keeping everything clean is going to really improve the future. There's, you know, there's, we got to keep this earth good for other generations. Yeah, the, uh, another question from Adam Winder on Catfishing Pro, he says, what's the weirdest thing you found in your live well over the years? Oh, boy. I found a lot of different things. I have found walnuts, <laughs> uh, potatoes. Uh, yesterday I found a uh, that brew cat she caught, puked up a water dog. Uh, all kinds of different fruit. Peaches, peach seeds. <laughs> it puked up a water dog? Was it still alive or was it dead? It was dead. Yeah. But that's what? about third fish this year I've seen throw up water dogs, so that must be a pretty good bait. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain what a water dog is to the people that don't know what it is, Bink? Well, the best way I can explain it is it, it looks in between. It, 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 boy, it's kind of hard. Boy, Rob, you, you gave me a hard question there. Uh, kind of like a little yellow belly with legs. Like like a cross between a yellow belly and a salamander, yeah. That's the best thing to do. Uh, it looks like a big salamander. You know, over here in Ohio, they're, I don't know what, most of them range between 6 inches to 14 inches or so. All right. Um, Lyle, before we go on, I want to go ahead and announce the winner from the uh, um the subscriptions and the winner for our live chat and all that for the Dead Red by Team Catfish. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to go to do a screen share, and I'm going to show everybody um, where to sign up for... Is this... Is, are we done? Are we doing any more giveaways for this month for the... For the subscribing, I think we're doing one more, aren't we? Uh, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I'll do a screen share and we'll show everybody where to. Let's see here. Are you seeing my screen there now? Uh, yep. What's that? Yes. Okay, everybody right down here on our, on our catfishweekly.com, on the right-hand side, you're going to see a subscribe to blog via, and then all you have to do is enter your email address and click that subscribe button. Uh, if you get an email asking to confirm, you just click that and confirm your subscription. Um, th this last week, our winner of the email bottle of two bottles of Dead Red from Teen Catfish is Robert Jackson. So congratulations to Robert Jackson. Uh, tonight, everybody who was in the live chat and wanted entered in for tonight's live viewer's chance of two bottles of Dead Red is on my screen right here. I'm going I'm going to copy and paste it. I'm going to copy it, and we're going to use random.org. Um, the second week, uh, I didn't put Jason Malone's name in there when he was on here and I didn't know that uh, I didn't and I recognized it so 
even though he wasn't on here tonight to say hi during the chat, I went ahead and put him in there. I know he started the show, but he was having problems. So anyway, he's in there. What I'm going to do is click the randomize five times. On the fifth time, whoever's name is at the number one spot will win the two bottles. So here we go. Number one. Number two. Number three. Number four. And the very last time, number five, Jonathan Herndon. Jonathan Herndon won the two bottles of Dead Red. Congratulations, Jonathan. Um, I believe I'm done now, so I'll hand it back over to Lyle. Uh, has anybody got, other, got any other questions that they'd like to uh, visit with Bink about while we have him tonight? Um... No, I think I'm good. Okay. James, thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate having you. And if you have any uh, uh, tournaments or sponsors that you'd like to visit about, we'll let you have a few minutes here to, to talk about that. And, uh, again, thank you for spending your time with us on Catfish Weekly. Hey, thanks, Paul, and all you guys. Uh, I appreciate you inviting me. Uh, and... Uh, I, one thing I do want to bring up tonight is my buddy, Doc Tim Langs. It's his birthday today, and uh, I hope he had a good day. And uh, Rip and Lips, Monster Rod Horrors, they're our sponsors for this year, and, and we're ready to hit the tournament trail. It's time. That's awesome. Glad to have Okay, thank you, James, and uh, be sure to... Uh, Clear off a spot on your mantle for that Cardinals cap. Uh, looking forward to seeing you and Janet later on this year. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely bring them Reds caps down with us to the Monsters. <laughs> looking forward to it, buddy. Thank you. you right home with the Reds hat. How's that sound? <laughs> that sounds like a plan. That's Whatever it takes. had on last year. Well, we'll still be red, but it's going to have Reds. <laughs> well, as long as we're having a good time, that's the main thing. <laughs> You're right. Hey, I can't <laughs> wait to see you guys, and uh, I hope to meet the rest of you, Paul and, and uh, Chris and everybody else. And uh, this was a, I enjoyed myself. Well, thanks for coming on. Um, I'm going to do do my part here and announce a couple of things um, that we usually do at the end of the show. Um, we have a couple of tournaments coming up. Um, in Twisted Cat Outdoors, um, we have a tournament coming up in Nauvoo, Illinois. This will be a regular uh, monthly tournament for us, and it is an added money tournament. The uh, Oh, hang on just a second. The 24th of May, Nauvoo, Illinois. We've already started taking entries, so if you're interested in fishing that, this tournament will be from the Keokuk Dam North. Uh, anyone can, can get in the tournament. We'd be glad to have you. It's going to be a great tournament. Um, we're having uh, May 24th, and I've talked about this for a little while now, but we're having a benefit tournament. Uh, to help Calvin Myers, who's been diagnosed with cancer. This is a great cause. Anybody that has uh, time and interest in fishing a, a, a tournament where there's some really good fishing, uh, come to Burlington, Iowa, uh, and fish this Calvin Myers tournament. There's going to be a raffle and an auction after the tournament and a dinner being put on by some people up there. And, and we're having just unbelievable response from people um, – uh, Tangle with Catfish Rods is sending us four fishing rods and, and uh, just a host of people. I have a room that I do my work in and, and we've just got boxes and boxes of stuff. we got two uh, Cat River anchors we're giving away and just stuff too numerous to mention. Uh, and and uh, there's a lot of other stuff that's being donated that I'm not even aware of, so please, it, these uh, Calvin is a great ambassador to the sport of catfishing. If you guys uh, can see your way to make it over to, to Burlington, 
come on over the 24th of May and or uh, I'm sorry, uh, the May 31st and, and fish fish in this tournament. It's going to pay 50% of the entry fee. We'll go to Calvin and 50% will go in prize money and it's just going to be a great cause. So we're looking forward to a big crowd there. Um, June 24th, uh, LaGrange, Missouri will be our Jack and Jill tournament. This is going to be an outstanding event. You must have one man, one woman in the boat. You're allowed three fisher people in the boat, whether there be two women or two men, as long as you have one female, one male in the boat. You can have any combination of two of two people or three. You don't have to have three, but you can't have, but you must have one male, one female in the boat. Um, guaranteed first place is $3,000 for this tournament. Uh, this is going to be a big event for, T for Twisted Cat Outdoors, so I'd like to see as many of you show up as you can. We are, are already have a pretty good list of uh, entries, and as in all of our tournaments, you'll be leaving out uh, in the uh, order of entries or sent in, so get them entries coming in. That way you can get an early start. It's going to be a great time. Um, Remember when you're out fishing on the waters, folks, that um, if you see trash laying around there, just take a second and pick it up. Uh, as James was telling us, if we don't take care of, of the waterways now, they're only going to get worse and be a bigger mess for future generations. And uh, There's always a spot in your boat you can put an empty uh, soda can or bottle or something in and, and sit in and throw it in the dumpster when you get at the ramp. Oh, I, I can't think of any ramps that don't have a dumpster of some sort or a trash can or something like that. And uh, I've seen ducks and things that had six-pack bikinis on them and, and uh, bottles floating down the river. And Whenever it floods, this happens, but it's worse when you know something's being left out there by, by fellow sportsmen. So try to do your part and, and clean it up and and uh, thanks, everybody, for coming and listening to the show. Chris, uh, you want to do your closeout? Uh, yeah. Um, also want to say the uh, the ICA, just I think the next tournament they have is going to be at New Albany. Um, I want to say it's in on May... May 3rd or May... I think it's May 10th, actually. May 10th. Um, uh, you can find more information about that indianacatfish.com um, the normal closer of the show you know even though each of us individually are sponsored by different companies and products the, the show itself isn't sponsored by any individual company or product and everybody that's on the show anybody that watches the show feel free come on no matter who you choose to to support or whatever, we're all in this together for the sport of catfishing. So, uh, Ronnie Doo told me to tell everybody goodbye. He really enjoyed himself on the show. <laughs> so, uh, no, I think that's all I got for this week. Chuck, your turn. Okay, I just want to remind everybody the Alabama Catfish Trail will hold their inaugural tournament uh, May 17th on Lake Gunnersville. Uh, we're going to launch from the Scottsboro City Park ramp at 7 a.m. Uh, we'll, Weigh-in will be at Scottsboro uh, Catfish Festival at the Jackson County Park ramp right across the slough. So uh, there will be a lot of spectators and a lot of guys at the festival, so dress appropriate. Um, for any more details, you can go to the uh, Alabama Catfish Trail Facebook page and like us while we're there. So uh, any of you guys that are in southern Tennessee or uh, northwest Georgia that want to come join us, come on over. We're going to have a good time. Hey, Chuck, is that, that is a new trail starting up down your way. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Um, who all is involved with that? How many tournaments you're having? Can you give us some information on it? Uh, yes, uh, this year we're only going to hold four tournaments. Uh, we're having uh, only a three fish weigh-in this year, uh, so guys can get prepared and uh, start getting their live wells ready. Uh, a lot of guys don't have live wells big enough to actually, you know, hold some of the uh, larger fish, especially two over 34. 
Um, we're going to allow three, four people in the boat, you know, whatever's safe. Uh, everybody's still going to be only uh, going to be able to use six rods. Um, you know, we're trying to get everybody's interest in it, you know, and if, um, you know, people want to join another team, go out and see what it's like. They can actually go out and uh, get a taste of it before they decide to go buy them a boat. Um, our, our first tournament's going to be in Gunnersville. It's going to be a day tournament. Then we're going to have another one uh, on Lake Hoyt. That's the um, where the state record was called a couple years ago, down on the Warrior River, down by Tuscaloosa. Um, then we're going to have another one that's going to be on Lake Wheeler. Um, I believe it's in uh, September. And then we're going to have another one on Neely Henry in October. Uh, I don't know the exact dates on those. I don't have it in front of me right now, but uh, you can go to the uh, web page, I mean our uh, Facebook page, and we've got all the details and the rules and everything there. Well, that's great. I'm glad to see you guys getting that thing underway. We're looking forward to seeing some some reports on some big fish coming out of down there. I know you guys got them, so uh, that'll be outstanding. Yeah, we're getting a lot more interest than we thought we was going to have. Um, so maybe it's going to be um, a good experience for everybody, and we can get a lot more people interested in our sport down this way and uh, get this thing going really well. Absolutely. Well, good luck, Chuck, and keep us posted on how things going. Hey, Lyle. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, would would you guys want to go ahead and and make an announcement that if we can get Ryan Casey to agree for our next week's show to come on at Monday, uh, that we'll go ahead and schedule start scheduling the rest of the shows from now on Monday at eight o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock Central. Uh, I can contact Ryan and find out if that's if he's available at that time. If, if he's not available, we I, I just want to sort of get it out there. If he's not available, we'll keep our next show uh, for Sunday. Uh, we'll start posting it and blasting it on Facebook as soon as we know for sure. But we'll probably confirm tonight or tomorrow whether Ryan Casey can switch to Mondays. If if uh, he can, then we can probably start looking forward to Monday nights for Catfish Weekly. If everybody else is all right with that, you guys good? That sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm, it, either way, it makes no difference to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Paul, do you want to close us out? Yeah. Um, I wanted to make uh, something that, that Chris forgot. Uh, we've got advertisements now on catfishweeklies.com, and uh, We've got a few spots available right now. We've got um, Black Horse Custom Rods and Indiana Hunter uh, listed. It's, uh, 30 for three three months and 50 for six, wasn't it, Chris? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So if uh, you want to advertise on, on Catfish Weekly, get a hold of uh, FUD at catfishweekly.com and and he'll get you set up. And the only other thing I've got is the Jack and Jill tournament. I wanted to make sure that Bink and Chuck understood that blow-up dolls don't count. They have to be real. <laughs> I, I have one other yeah, thing. Got to be real humans, huh? <laughs> yeah. One other thing, Paul, before you go. Um, uh, Brown's Catfishing just uh, sent me a message on, on uh, catfishweekly.com that um, we are giving away a rod this year for the biggest catfish caught in the nation in a tournament. And right now, that is sitting at 86.98 pounds for the biggest tournament catfish caught to date this year. Uh, that's a giant. That, that is a, what kind of rod are they giving away? A black horse rod. A black horse custom rod for the biggest fish. Biggest fish turned in in a tournament this year. And Mr. Brown does a really outstanding job. If you guys are on Facebook, uh, Brown's Catfishing, you need to friend him up. Uh, he posts pictures of all the big tournament weigh-ins and stuff, and it doesn't matter what tournament you're on. If he's familiar with it or you've contacted him, you get uh, recognitions for it. 
and uh, you can get your picture on his front page. If you got the biggest fish of the week being turned in in a tournament, he puts it up on his page for a week until the next tournament weekend comes around, and he does a really good job of staying up to date on the tournament situations throughout the United States. So uh, this is a pretty pretty neat deal that he's got going. And again, I want to remind everybody, um, no blow-up fish are allowed either. I did. I forgot something else too. Part of my clothes there. We can't forget. Until I see you again, stay out of my spot. <laughs>